God damn, I clap loud as hell. <laughs> <laughs> My mom calls me stone hands. God damn. <laughs> what? Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Yo, any future children. Holy shit, yo. Discipline. <gasps> you know what? Yeah. Discipline no. the hell out of them. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) To disciplining your children. (laughs) 101. Here we go. How to make it so that your son is not a fuckboy. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So today we'll be discussing. (laughs) Today we'll be discussing. A Court of Thorn and Roses. I'm excited. I'm excited for this book. I No, legit, I am. Because like like I said before, when we talked about this book and put it on the list, I was excited about it. I had seen all the fandom and like all the raves and all the reviews and what everybody had to say. And when I went and bought the first book, I was like, no, I'm going to buy every book because this is probably a book I'm going to get sucked into. I'm going to need to read every Which book. Which is... Which is crazy because it's like they have like what six, five, six books in the series. Currently, and so you yeah. just bought all of them, not even knowing if you were gonna like it. Just like fuck it, I'm splurging. I was just like, <laughs> yep. I was just like, fuck it. It's 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 gonna be one of those books because all of the reviews I read, people were just like, this is such a good book. Oh my god, there's so many twists. Blah blah blah. The characters are made like apparently you fall in love with all these characters. I was just like, all right, bet I'm ready. I'm ready to fall into this world. I'm I'm here for it. And I'm ready to get a redo of the fairies. Facts. The only yes. thing I will say is I don't think this book has it, but from what I've seen in TikToks, um, a lot of people are saying there's fairy porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I think it was last episode. It's fae porn. Oh, my God. I was cracking up when I saw this. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, like you said, I don't think it's in this book. It does like hint at in some of the chapters it does hint at like she's had sexual relations um but nothing so far they don't delve into like details they don't delve exactly into details. exactly so, but i mean shit that might change as we as we get into it because we only read the first eight chapters this is so true. we will um, see <laughs> so let's jump into chapter one yes so this is a first person uh right writing so uh-huh. we don't really know immediately what the character's name is or anything like that but what i will say is i got game of thrones not game of thrones i'm sorry i got hunger <laughs> hunger game I vibes did. i did too and i was like okay i can't be the only person feeling like no Feyre is a little bit like katniss right now hunting yes. for for food in the woods correct like and it so gave like, me it gave me those vibes too hunger game vibes it gave me hunger game vibes because she was talking about starvation and how she needed to um bring you know, something home, because if not, then like her, her two sisters, her dad, like they were going to starve and things. So like, and she even talks about how she looks currently, like it's the winter time. And she's like, basically she's skin and bones. Like she could see her ribs. And I was just like, holy shit. That's not a vibe. That is not a vibe at all. Mm -mm. So I will say this, there's a lot of details in this chapter. It is. It's a lot of like, world building to get you into it facts like she's talking about how um and i can't pronounce you know i can't pronounce words for shit but (laughs) she's talking about um how she lives close to the border of prithian i think that's how you. i think it it is i'm gonna say prithian Prithian. unless somebody corrects me and you know they will because the fans for this book (laughs) are on it 
Um, but she's talking about how she lives next to or close to the border of Perithium, which are the fairy lands. But no humans actually go in or near there unless they have a death wish. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So these fairies are like violent, violent. Violent fairies. <laughs> yeah. Like she was like, they will eat you. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they cannibals. Right. Like, oh, my God. No, but like the fact that she's that close to that wall, knowing... Mm-hmm that type of outcome like it again it just made me sit and be like damn how starved are you like how how desolate is this world pretty that you feel like damn i have to go this far in to find anything whether it be a deer a rabbit whatever it is to have to eat for dinner with my family yeah and it's like it's just like she, at this point, she doesn't care. She's like, I'd rather die trying to get food than go home without something. Yes. So it's, exactly. it's literally life or death for them. Right. And so she does stumble upon a deer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she she stumbles upon a deer and that's it. Like that, that was going to be her meal ticket. She was like, all right, bet. She had everything planned out in her head. She was like, we could use the meat to eat it we could use this for that we could use this for for something else and we could sell this she already had in her head how she was going to break this deer down to help her and her family survive at least a part of the winter right and i was like damn she's okay she's the one you can tell already that she is the one that is the provider while everybody else is sitting on their ass oh my god which kind of made me upset when we get there we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but essentially for right now. So yeah, so she already like had in her head, all right, this is how I'm going to break this deer down. And then she turns over and sees two golden eyes also staring at the deer. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but then what ends up happening is she switches tactics. So initially she was going to go for the deer, but she sees that the wolf was looking at the deer too to eat it. And she's like, well, shit, I could probably get more for the wolf than anything else. And it's more meat. It's a bigger animal. It's more meat for her and her family to eat throughout the winter. The fur, she could probably get more for for, for it and, and things like that. So she was already switching tactics. She was like, okay, the deer was fine, but this uh, wolf is probably better. Will work out better. Yeah. She was also like, I don't know if it's like, cause it's a really big wolf. Like it was yeah. enormous. And so yeah. she was like, I don't know if this is like a regular ass wolf or, or a fairy if this is a wolf. Fairy wolf. Yes. So but that was another way. I'm gonna kill this. Yeah, but like no. But the thing was, when she thought about it, she was like, shit. If it's a fairy wolf, there's consequences if I kill it. She's like, but if it's a regular wolf, there are no consequences. It's just a regular wolf. So she took the gamble. In hopes that it was a regular wolf that she killed. But my thing was, she still, like, even if she thought it was a regular wolf, she didn't use a regular arrow. She used an arrow that was specifically made out of iron and ash wood that would stop a fairy from healing itself long enough for her to go up and kill it. Exactly. So I feel like she 80% knew that she killed a fairy. That, it was, that she killed a fae. Yeah. Most likely. By the end of chapter one, she made that decision. She killed the wolf and she skinned it. She got everything she needed. She skinned it and she was out. She went right home. And to chapter two, we get a little more. Well, first we get her name. So first we get Feyre. That is her yes. name. 
Um, and then we get a little more into her family. So Feyre has two oh sisters. Oh my god, fuck She me. has Nesta, <laughs> Nesta and Elaine, and then her father. Um, Feyre's mom passed away. Yeah. And she basically made Feyre promise to take care of her family. That doesn't take care of her. But it made no sense to me because Feyre is the youngest. Why not tell the oldest to take care of the family? Because she knew Nesta wasn't about shit. And she knew Elaine was too dumb. Oh my god, and she Elaine knew is the such an airhead. Just I just, oh my god. Elaine is such oh a god. fucking ditwit. Like, oh, I hope to use the money to buy a new cloak. How about why you suck it up so we can have something to eat, Elaine? Exactly. See, this was the one thing I didn't like in this chapter at all in regards to her family. Like, they were both so selfish. They were just like, oh, bet, we got money now. We could go purchase things, blah, blah, blah. Okay, were you not just starving? Did not even say thank you. And she had spent her whole fucking day in the woods. And then when she comes in with the deer, Elaine is like, oh, how long do you think it'll take to skin and cook it? Are you bitches helping me? Right. Oh, my God. They are the most annoying bitches. I was just like, please, I can't deal with another Terran right now. I can't. But here's, but like, here's the thing though. So remember when I said this was a Beauty and the Beast retelling? The original Beauty and the Beast has Belle with two sisters and her father. So this, really? yeah, you didn't know this? No. Yeah, the original from um, Brothers Grimm, I believe, Brothers or something Grimm like tells? that. Yeah. yeah. So the original Beauty and the Beast, the original telling of Beauty and the Beast, Belle is the third sister out of three sisters. Her father is a widower and he goes, he's a merchant and he, um, he's supposed to like go get stuff or whatever for his business. And he right. asks, he asks all three sisters. He asks the first sister, what do you want while I'm out there? What gift shall I bring you? And she asks for, I don't know if she asks for riches, like coins or gold or whatever. Then the she second would. one, the second one asks for, um, nice dresses and like, you know, things like that. Belle asks for a rose a simple rose and that is it and that's where her father gets in trouble with the beast because he was looking for a rose and that's where he ended up basically when i was saying that this is a retelling of beauty and the beast that's what i mean it's a retelling of the original so the two sisters are supposed to be shit just like the original the two sisters are supposed to be nothing um the dad her dad he just didn't live up to like he just didn't He just, he wasn't up to par. It was, he wasn't up to par. It was sad. It was sad because his wife died. And then she tells the story about the creditors because they weren't always poor. Poor. Exactly. They were actually wealthy. And yeah. she tells the story about how her dad's business, I guess, went down. And the mm-hmm. creditors came and they like were beating him up for his money and he didn't have any. So they actually like stomped on his leg until they broke this shit. Basically. So like now her dad is uh, disabled. And can't really do much in regards to helping his family, which is why Feyre is the one running around basically doing everything. Right. Because her dad is incapable and the two sisters are fucking spoiled to shit and they just don't want to do anything. Right. And it's like, y'all have been living like this for quite some time. It's Help about, out. It's about time that Help you adjust. Exactly. To this exactly. new life. Yeah. So then we move further in and like, Elaine talks about getting married to a guy. Oh, no, it was Nesta. Oh, is it Nesta? Yeah, okay. Nesta is talking about getting married to um, this guy named Thomas. 
Wait, the and funniest line, hold on. The funniest line that I found was, what? you can't chop wood for us, but you want to marry a woodcutter's son. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. She was like, you can't do work, but you want to marry a guy. What? Right. You don't want to get your fucking fingers dirty, but you want to marry somebody who is like a laborer? Like, girl, no. Exactly. It don't make she, no sense. Make she it flat sense. out told Nesta, who is the oldest, Farah told Nesta, no, you're not marrying him. Does she have that kind of like authority? Farah has big dick energy. That's she does. She's, she's so got does. big dick energy. She's sitting there. She's like, I work, I work hard. I make sure you, there's food on the table for y'all. I make sure that you guys have what y'all need. I'm she's the like, one to put if them I tell you, on your feet. Exactly. If I tell you, you can't marry a man. You can't marry him. That's big mm. dick energy. Right. And then of course, Nesta, being the bitch that she is, brings up um, Farah's sexual encounters with Isaac. She brings up the fuck buddy. Yes. It's the fuck yes. buddy. And she's like, it's not the same thing. Right. And this is all while Feyre is sitting next to her dad. So Nesta brings up Isaac, who is her fuck buddy. And her dad is just like, Ugh. Shit. <laughs> I didn't Right, hear her that. dad's like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't hear any of hid, that. <laughs> this man like, done hid, in, you know, behind whatever. He was just like, fuck this. I'm not. Right. This is not an <laughs> argument I'm in on. I'm like, your dad is not. It's not it for me. It's not it, for real. Not it. <laughs> but yeah, I think the chapter basically ends with um, Feyre telling her dad, like, listen, you need to talk some sense into her. And yeah. he says, oh, you know, she's just, she's happy and she needs hope. We need hope to survive. And Feyre's like, yeah, there's no such thing. It's like, damn. Like, she's very much a- um, Ice cold. Because, yeah, because life has been so hard on her from the very beginning. So she's very much, I guess, a realist instead of an op- optimist, right? Optimistic. Yeah. So she she's she a, doesn't. What is it? A, a optimist. Pessimist. pessimist. Yeah, she's, she's a, a pessimist. pessimist. So she sees all the negative first before she even sees any type of positivity. And like right. obviously, growing up in the way that she did, where you know she was the youngest, they had already kind of lost everything at that point. You know, she doesn't remember having all the spoils and the riches and things like that. So she even says like. Between her father and her mother, they didn't even give her much love when she Correct. was like growing up when she was that young. So I was just like, yeah. damn, this is like Hunger Game meets Cinderella oh, shit. for a Beauty a and good... the Beast retelling. Yes. Yep. So then. But... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. So like then we move on to chapter three and basically like I know it seems like we're moving really quickly. But to be honest, the first two chapters, not a lot happened. It was a yeah. lot of building. It was yeah. a lot of world build, bu- bu- uh, world building, a lot of character building. World bu- bu- building. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of character building, a lot of um, basically giving you kind of a background for Feyre right. as to why she is the way she is. And it went, it did go pretty fast. Yeah. But the information that they gave and the way that they bought it about was solid. So it's like, okay, yes. I can understand. I understand exactly where we are. I understand exactly who these characters are. And I understand mm-hmm. exactly what's happening exactly. at this point. And we're only two chapters in. So I'm like, okay, cool. You set it up. Now let's break it down. Right. So do you want to take on chapter three? I, I need to have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> you over there coughing your goddamn life I know, life sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we get into chapter three and Farah is making her way to the market to sell the hide. Of course, Elaine and Nesta came with her because 
they want their hands on the coins as soon Mm -hmm. as she like sells that stuff. So they get there and there are these people called, I believe, the Acolytes. Mm -hmm. And they are pretty much religious worshipers of the High Fae, which used to rule their lands or all the lands many, many moons ago. And Nesta, Nesta wants to stand there and pick a fight with this girl. Dude. All she's going to, and she keeps repeating the same stuff. Oh, you know, the High Fae are our friends. We've given people to them to become fairy brides and all this stuff. And Nesta holds up her hand to show the iron because, you know, iron is supposed to hurt uh, fae people. Yeah. And the girl, she freaks out. She's like, why would you wear that? Why would you want to hurt our fae friends? And fae is like, Feyre is like, no, we got to we we gotta gotta go, go, bitch. Because this is going to turn we into a We don't got time thing. for you to be picking fights with people. Right. No. But apparently everybody in the village feels like the same way. They're like the fae people, the high fae and all of them. All they do is come across the border to torture people, to cause destruction, to eat people if they wanted to fuck with people. And so they call the acolytes like fairy whores and traitors and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's God damn, that's, that's a little harsh. That's a yeah. So she says that they're harmless when they're unprovoked. So she tries to like steer Nesta away from the conversation so that. Yeah. She isn't, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm guessing, I want to keep that in the back of my mind because I'm guessing that is, um, that has something to do with what happens later, maybe? Probably, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, Feyre is trying to find a place to sell the hides. She usually, you know, sells them to these um, vendors. And then she sees a mercenary sitting nearby. And she goes up to her and she's basically trying to sell her stuff to her. Like the mm-hmm. uh, wolf hide and the, um, I think the deer meat as well. Or not mm-hmm. the deer meat, the uh, deer hide. Yeah. And the mercenary is telling her stories about like, I guess some of the stuff that she's done. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah. And she asked Feyre, like, where did you get this? And Feyre was like, oh, well, you know, I, I killed it. I skinned it myself. And I think she asked at one point, do you think this is a fairy? And the mercenary is like, oh, no. You're no. good. You're good. This lion-ass bitch set her up. She did, yo. She just told her, like, no, you're nah, right. You're fine. She's this like, is, no, this is no. a perfectly fine no. wolf. You're good. This is this bitch. is a perfectly good wolf. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's not what happens later, okay? <laughs> later on, we find out no. We find out no, 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 no. No, no, no. Not at all. So the mercenary ends up overpaying for this stuff because she can see how scrawny and starved she is and how desperate her sisters are. So she's like, oh, I'm paying it forward. Think of it yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. She gets the money. Um, we also learn, which is important in this chapter, that mortals used to be enslaved to the high fae mm-hmm. until they revolted, causing war. And then, of course, a treaty came about. Right. I think it's the mercenary that tells her this or Feyre explains it. I'm... I can't remember which, but after she gets paid, her sisters pull up and they're like, Hey, um, we need money. Don't talk to that mercenary. Also, we just got robbed. And she's like, what the fuck? Two seconds. I left you for two fucking seconds. How did you get robbed? Yo, they're useless. They really are. Useless. They really are. It's like she tries and tries and tries so hard and y'all just fucking holding her back, bro. 
Facts, yo. So they starting to be a little bit of like Tyrion. Bruh. Yes. If you die Game of Thrones style, I don't think I would exactly. care. Exactly. I don't think I would I don't think it would do much for me if you did. Like I'd be like, oh, that's sad. But um, so <laughs> she gets the money, she's telling them, or Nesta's telling them that she got robbed, and Pharaoh's just like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And then Nesta brings up Isaac, who is staring at her from across the courtyard, and he's like, Hey, with his head, he's like, You wanna you wanna Yeah, the little head neck wanna... Yeah, the little tilt like right? hey. everybody knows that damn tilt, damn it. Right, right. He's like, I'm gonna go over to the barn if you wanna meet me in the barn. <laughs> and so she gives Nesta and Elaine some of the money so they can just go off and shop and she's like, I will meet you back here. Leave me be. I said in my notes, favor goes <laughs> Favorite gives them money while she goes to get her pipes clean. Yo! <laughs> but you know what? Do you blame her though? Do no. You blame her? If she, I had to deal with she's that. She's a stressful life. Exactly. If I had to deal with that 24-7, Isaac would be like, bet. Okay, cool. Let's go. Like that, right. that's it. It would, be, it would be on schedule every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> I will meet you in the bar. Um, so they return home and after eating dinner, they're all relaxing. And then an enormous fucking beast bursts through their fucking door, knocks the shit off the hinges and everybody's screaming. That's how chapter three ends. So chapter four picks up exactly where chapter three ends. And this beast (laughs) is all up in their house and he's like murderers and like things like that. The dude talks, the beast talks. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The animal can speak. (laughs) <laughs> right exactly and like Feyre is like alright bet I gotta get to my sword I gotta get to some type of weapon like she's definitely in in like attack mode <laughs> right well Her everybody dad, else is just like ah, oh shit no. yeah um, and then like Nesta is basically being like you know we didn't kill anybody we didn't do that and Feyre is more like get the fuck out like <laughs> Favor's like, I know what happened. Get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> get out. Right, standing her ground. Yeah. Exactly. The beast starts to like yell and he starts to be like, who killed him? And then everybody's kind of confused a little bit. People are like, who killed who? Like, what do you mean? Right. And then the beast is kind of like, you know, the wolf. So that's where Favor was like, oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> exactly. So then he starts to describe the wolf and he's like a large wolf with, gray, with a gray coat. Which, obviously, we know Feyre killed him in the first chapter. And then, of course, Feyre is sitting there and she's like, look, you know, I mistakenly killed him. I didn't mean to. Which, right. Like, I didn't know he was, he was a fairy. A fa- which is right. kind of half she of a had, lie. Because no, she's Right, exactly. Because we knew, like, she kind of lied right then and there. Because, like, she basically used a specific weapon that would kill a fae and stuff. Because she wasn't positive that this wolf was a regular wolf. So right. you can't really sit there and be like, oh, I mistakenly killed him. No, it's Like, bitch. no, girl, you no. you did that shit on purpose. Right. So then she kind of tries to get out of it with money. She's like, hey, maybe we can exchange. Like, well, we'll give you, you know, coins or whatever it is, payment. And he is like, no. <laughs> He's like, nah, bitch. I'm not here for payment. Right. I'm here for payback. Right. And there's so only then, one way to resolve this. Exactly. So then he asks, he's like, who killed it? And Feyre admits it. And then he blinks at the sisters and he's like, you know, you lie to save them. And the sisters are immediately like, no, we're going to throw Feyre on the bus. She, like, she, they were like, uh, we didn't kill anything. Nesta could not give less of a fuck about Feyre. That, that is, that is clearly out there. 
But then I feel like the 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 beast asked really good questions because then he was like, "Were were you provoked? Did it attack you?" And like, Farah is mm, this bitch She's is trying like, to get out of it. No. She's trying to get like, out bitch, of it. Lie! You've been lying. Just lie. <laughs> right. So ultimately, the consequence it seems if you kill a fae person is to go back to Prathians. Yeah. So it's it's two options. Basically, he said it's like the payment is it's a life for a life. Right. So she thought that um, that beast was going to kill her. And she's like, if you're going to kill me, do it outside. I don't want them to see. And I also don't want to have to Correct. have them clean it up. And yeah. he's like, you think so less of us that I would like kill you and kill you in front of your family. And he's like, you have two choices. I can take you outside and I can rip you to ribbons. Or you can live out the rest of your days beyond the border in Perithian with fairy mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you would do that? And he was like, unless you'd rather die, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm... T- Hello? <laughs> I'm giving you the option. Right. But it's weird, too, because she's like, why did he provide me with this information? He could have just been, like, a life for a life and be done with it. Right. Right. Ultimately, her father tells her, go. Yeah. That was the her part... Her like, just go. That was the part that got me. He was like, go. And even if you manage to escape, don't come back. To be honest, though, I feel like that kind of showed it. I'm sure it was hard to hear, but it kind of just showed like, I think he cares for her and he's just like, this isn't a oh, life definitely. for you. And like, you could do so much better. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. He was like, you've always been better than us. I was like, well, at least y'all admit it. At least somebody admitted it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ultimately, the creature takes Pharaoh. Yeah. She I, that's what I got go. towards the end. He he took her um, and they they left. And they yeah. are that day. Their, that day, right? She had no. It wasn't a like. Okay, well, I'm coming back for you. No, we leaving now. Right, we're leaving now. Like right so, now. And her yeah. fucking bum ass sisters didn't even get up to say goodbye. Didn't no, even wave goodbye, mouth goodbye, nothing, nothing. This is how I trash. hope they starve. This I is how hope trash they, starve. they were. So that's basically the end of chapter four. Yeah. So we move on to chapter five. And I feel, one, chapter five was short. Yeah, it was. Um, compared to the other chapters, it was like three three pages. Uh-huh. Three it was It was basically, yeah, I think it was three pages or three and a half pages. But it's basically them um, making their way to Perithian. Yeah. And yeah. the beast meets up with a horse. Feyre gets on the horse. And I guess, I'm assuming, of course, the horse is a fairy person. Because the horse just follows after the beast. Has to be. And she's, this was funny to me because she was trying to figure out what's going to happen now, like where they're going to live. Because the beast said, I have land where you will be stationed when we get to Perithian. So she's trying to ask these questions. She's trying to ask the beast's name. And of course he ignores her because, you know, he's still mad. You come my friend, bitch. I don't want to talk to you right now. And (laughs) she tries to ask him again. And he's like, he roars like he's annoyed. And all of a sudden she said she smells like this metal scent and then shit goes black. Like she passes out. He basically he put, <laughs> he put her ass to sleep. He's like, he I'm tired of all these fucking you. questions. Right. You're annoying as fuck. Shut up. <laughs> I already spared your life. <laughs> so that's the kind of the end of chapter five. Yeah. She wakes up and they've arrived. They arrived where they estate. needed to be. Yeah. Uh huh. And then we move on to chapter six, 
and <laughs> the land. <laughs> that shit is a palace. <laughs> it's a fucking palace. It is. It's a whole estate. She was talking about how like it was springtime there, even though it was winter yes! across the border. Yep. The flowers, the yep. big ass garden, the gate that like opened upon their entrance. It was like it was beautiful. It's crazy. It again, Beauty and the Beast, like. The the place just <laughs> magically opened and shit. Like, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> I was half expecting somebody to be in the garden like a little Lumiere or some shit. Right. Well, okay. There is somebody that does um, meet up with them. And it they describe him as another high fate. Oh, Before you get to that, though. What? When she gets into the uh, palace... Because it's still, he's still in his beast form. Oh, this man turns into a human. So, yeah, he turns into a human human. and she's like, she loses her shit because she's like, he's a high fae. Like, you done really fucked up, girl. Right, she's like, fucked up, fucked up. Yeah, but he's wearing like a a mask to cover his face. Well, yeah, so what's noticeable is apparently, I guess the people of this court or something, they wear masks because the other high fae also wears a mask. The Mm -hmm. other guy that shows up. Yeah, um, his name is uh, Lucian, like you said. Yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to see if they describe the beast. Um, Do they describe him? No, right? They, yes. No, they don't describe him right away. We don't even get a name right away. We get Lucian's right, so Lucian, name. Lucian is described as high fae, red-haired, finely dressed in a tunic and muted, muted silver. He also wears a mask. And he has like a a, a copper mechanical eye. Oh yeah, his eyes fucked up. So wait, we get a name. We get a name for the wolf. The wolf's yes. name is Andres. Yes. And he was asking, he's like, oh, is Andreas dead? And he's like, Yep. He gone, Lucian. He gone. Right. <laughs> he was like, who killed him? And he points to Feyre. He's like, Her name's Feyre. Oh hell no. Am I being punked? <laughs> Am I it's being funny. Punked? I think it's funny that they they're like sitting there and they're like, this little weenie bitch is the one that killed that damn beast like what right and he's talking mad shit about her and she's like all right i had enough like she steps up to him like she's gonna say something yep and um the dude who of course bought her back the high fae was like that's enough like he breaks it up before anything can like happen yeah and like he basically tells lucian to behave and like lucian is like my apologies lady like yo the sarcasm yo so he's so snarky. The blonde man, as she describes him, or her captor, mm-hmm. um, basically has her escorted out to her room by one of his servants. I think her name is Alias. Or yeah, I Al- think so too, Alice. Is it Alice? Is it Maybe supposed it's to be Alice? Alice or is it Elias? Uh, no, not Elias. Alice? I'm going to call her Alice because yeah. her name is spelled A-L-I-S. Yeah, it's weird. So I'm thinking it might have been a clever way to say Alice. Alice, Yeah. Yeah, so Alice escorts her out, and in the hallway, she can hear um, Lucian talking about her. Oh, what caught my attention, though, and I don't know if you noticed this, Hmm. when she was listening to them talk, Mm -hmm. Lucian was saying that they should have never sent some of the fairies out there on a mission, Mm. and that they could strike now. So I'm assuming that there is a war Maybe. That's brewing between the humans and the fairies. Maybe. Because from what Feyre described, humans don't like fairies and think that they're up to no good and they just want to kill like mortals. Right. And then fairies are like, 
no, y'all are killing us. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking that there's some type of war brewing between them. It's gotta be. Move on to chapter seven. And it's more of her being at this estate and, like, basically trying to figure people out. Like, Lucian is there being his snarky, sarcastic, funny self. And she's just, she's trying to figure out the golden-haired high fae. We still got no name from the No beginning. name. Yeah. And, and she's stuff. trying to like, she's trying to play it cool, kind of, because um, at the end of chapter six, the servant was like, yeah, keep your wits about you. Things can deceive you here. Correct. So, okay. I just, I thought we didn't get a name in chapter seven, lies. So, the, her oh, no, captor, we get a name. Yeah. Her captor's, her captor's name is Tamlin. So, Tamlin is the beast of this Beauty and the Beast retelling. Um, I'm going to say Lucian is, is, uh, Lumiere. I'm sorry. Lucian is yes, definitely Lumiere. That's exactly what I was thinking. That is exactly what I was thinking. Cause with his sarcasm and his wittiness oh and his God. arrogance. Yeah. 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 I was just like, okay. Yeah. So basically it's almost like a trio of friends. Like essentially they're, they're living together and they're like kind of getting to know each other. And well, they're trying to get to know her. <laughs> Right, and Pharaoh's kind of like, bitch, I need to know what you plan to do with me. Like, right. I need to know. Like, you brought me here. What am I supposed to do now? Right. And she and so, still won't um she still won't touch the the fucking food. They prepared food for her when she first got there. She wouldn't eat it, saying yeah. that it was poison to humans. And then they prepared a whole new meal for her, and she's standing up like, No, I'm not gonna eat. Like you haven't eaten in two days. Bitch, you're gonna have to eat. You're really not gonna take them up on their hospitality because she thinks that they like if she Poisoned. eats the food, she, th- she yeah, thinks that they've she's done She's gonna something. be enslaved to them, even though exactly. in the treaty they can't do that. She's just not listening. Like basically, she's going by whatever, um, whatever tales they've told her in the mortal mm-hmm. world, and he's trying to Tamlin's trying to tell her like, bitch, that's that's not true. Like it's just, right. It's against the treaties that we signed. It's not true. So she does finally sit down. Yeah. And the funny part for me was Tamlin started making her a plate, right? Trying to be like gracious and shit. And she's like, I can serve myself. Bitch, the only reason that you're here right now in my estate and not dead is because of me. Because of me. I was like, would you shut the fuck up before he actually does decide to kill you? Like she's got some fucking nerve. So, but also in this chapter, they talk about a sickness that is across, that's going across um, Perinthian. And it's like... Basically, his powers are diminished, like Tamlin's powers are diminished. And um, the result of a surge of it that occurred during a masquerade 49 years ago. So basically, that's why everybody's wearing masks. Yeah, like they can't they can't take them off. Right, so he's like, every now, even now, we can't remove them. So like, everybody's been wearing masks for like nearly 50 years. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and he was like, she was like, well, you didn't have one on as a beast. And he's like, yeah, I can either live as a beast or I can live with a mask. As a human, face. but... As a human. Or have a, a mask. Fae, fae a fake person. Right, thing. and have a mask. Right. Yeah. I also wanted to bring up when they were at dinner, mm-hmm. um, they were asking her more about her life. And then Lucian, of course, was arrogant. Like, oh, do you have like men lined up at your door? And she brought up Isaac. And they mm-hmm. both like looked at each other like, oh, shit. That was interesting to me because he was like, Tamlin said, I think through gritted teeth or like with a very stern face on, oh, well, are you in love with him? Mm. And she was like, oh God, no. But he also asked then, are you in love with anybody else? And I was like, 
Why are you so interested, my man? Why do you mans? care? Big red right. flag energy. Why, Why are you, you so interested? So I'm thinking, I'm like, well, would that have been a loophole in well, maybe. her staying there? Like if she was Ooh, in love maybe with somebody it would have else? Been. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Would okay. he had to have returned her to the mortal or to the mortal world or to the mortal lands? Right. Or would she would he have to bring that person that she loved into the fairy lands? So that right. was pretty interesting. Um, so then basically that's the end of chapter seven. We move on to chapter eight and Again, Feyre is still here. They haven't done shit with her. She's still walking around the damn palace and whatnot. You know, they're feeding her and things. Granted, now she's actually eating because. Right. But to be honest, it just seems like Tamlin and Lucian are, again, still trying to, like, get to know her. They're asking her, you know, how old are you? And they're asking her personal questions and trying to figure her out, I think. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and the whole time she's like, she's trying to give them a little bit of information, but not much. And she keeps talking about how she wants to go back to her family. And I'm like, girl, why? They do not care. They also mentioned how her mother died. um, Yeah. Because like Tamlin is like, you know, there wasn't any traces of an older woman there and stuff. Um, And Lucian is actually like, Lucian stays quiet after she mentions her mother and, like, Tamlin says, you know, sorry for your loss. So, like, there is some, like, civilized, like, civilized stuff there. Right. Where they obviously feel for a loss that somebody might have had. The, this first couple chapters was more about world building, more about you getting to know the characters, and more about you getting to know uh, Feyre and, like, her situation. And I was all for it. I was all for yeah. it. I, like, said, I was like, bet. Okay. It was, <laughs> like, a, it was a fast-paced way to world all build. fucking for it um at the end of chapter eight two she takes a knife off of the dinner yeah. table and stashes that in a pair of clothes in a bag just in case she has to like make a run for it i'm like girl where are you gonna run they already told you they are faster than you and they are stronger than you bro two scenes that gave off the same energy <laughs> when the maid came into her room and she she made that like snare trap oh yeah and the maid was like do you think that's really gonna stop me from breaking all of your bones and I thought instantly as, as if you could outrun me. Oh my God. <laughs> as if you could fight me. Yo, the same energy, bro. The same yeah. energy. So, but so far, so far, I am liking it. Um, oh, Tamlin also mentioned like, hey, don't worry about your family. I'm taking care of them. So That's it's interesting. Like, there's no need for her to want to go back to her family. She and just wants to go just, back. She just wants to go back to her normal life, which was not so great. It fucking sucks. I would stay with Tamlin. Fucking sucks. Right. Like, stay with Tamlin. He hasn't killed you yet. I I would stay with Tamlin and Lucian. Stay with Tamlin and Lucian. And that's it because they're much better company. Exactly. I'm not going back to two sucky ass sisters and and my dad who can't. Nah. Even after my dad told me to go. Bet I'm here. Right. Like, Especially it. if they're being taken care of. He exactly. did say if you if you cross that border, I'm not taking care of them anymore. That's it. Right. Right. And she's still trying to make her way back over there. So I was just like, oh my God, you're you're stupid. stupid. You being you're stupid, stupid. Vera. You being stupid. So predictions. Okay. Yes. Uh, I I know that this has already been na- like talked about in, in the back of the book and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, Tamlin and Feyre f- fall for each other. If, if it goes according oh, yeah. to the Beauty and the Beast situation, they fall for each other. That, that's yeah. a guaranteed. I'd be um, surprised if it was Fair and Lucian. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I, okay. I, no, there's no way. What I want, though, what I want, though, is a little more Lucian. Because I find him fucking okay. hilarious. I want a little more sarcasm, a little more comic relief type of stuff. Um, yeah. I also would like for them to talk a little more about, like, a disease that's plaguing yeah. um, Corinthians or whatever. Because that's interesting. Yeah. And then... And it's like, and how did it come about? Correct. Yeah. Um, and I would also like for Tamlin to kind of get out of his shell a little bit and maybe start having moments with Feyre by himself. Mm. Because it seems like all the moments he's had with her, Lucian has been in the vicinity. And granted, I like Lucian, but like... They need know. some alone time to get Correct. to know each other. Right, he did exactly. try to compliment her, though. <laughs> he was like, you look clean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Like, Damn. Girl. damn that's what are your predictions um, so predictions for me i think Feyre is definitely gonna try to run away yeah and tamlin is gonna try to save her if we're going mm. by beauty and the beast standards too Belle did try to she did um, escape and then she ran into wolves yeah and yeah, then yeah. she ran into wolves yeah yeah and tamlin's gonna have to save her or something like that right um i also think that the curse that was put upon the fairies and magic can only be broken by a human. Ooh, interesting. That's what I'm thinking. That's what type of vibe it's giving me right now. Because right. it's like, he didn't have to spare her, but he right. did. And he bought her back to... So you, okay. Okay. So it's very much like, maybe this would be the human that could help. Or maybe this could exactly. be the human that... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think that um, maybe the way to break the curse is to bring like the worlds back together, like fairy and Right. Not that too would make sure. sense. Yeah, okay. not too sure, okay. but we'll see. Um, that would also explain like why he's asking her if she's in love with somebody else because right. that would break the bond between the two of them. Right. Um, and then number three, I think Tamlin might take her to see her family or at least show her that they're doing just fine without her. And I think that's going to be the kicker for her to be like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to stay here then. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> So yeah, those are my predictions, but I'm really excited to get into the rest of it. So far, it seems very fast paced and I'm very on board with the way that this story is going. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what chapters? Chapter nine through 16. Yeah. So we are going to read for the next episode, chapters nine through 16, and then we will discuss that on the next podcast. Thanks. But thank you, you guys, for hanging in there with us and reading with us. We surely appreciate you. Make sure you. We do, we do, we do. (laughs) All forms of social media um, TikTok, YA at heart, Instagram, Y.A at heart, and Twitter, YA underscore at heart. There we go. She's getting it. She's getting it. it. I'm so proud. Um, But with that, we'd like to say thank you guys for joining us. We love you. And always stay YA at heart. Bye, guys.